Yo, yo, yo. Sedano, LZ, and Cap, but I don't hear Sedano or Cap. I can hear you. I you can, can hear, hear you, me? LZ. Yeah, you know you what's funny me? is I, I actually sat here and I thought to myself, these guys are playing a practical joke on me. Like, I can hear Laura saying, you're up and you're on, and I don't hear George going, hey, Sedano, LZ, Kaplan. And I'm like, they're playing a practical joke on me right here. So I'm going to sit here and listen to the music, but apparently yeah, yeah. not. Hi, LZ. Sorry. I was, hey there, uh, Cap. Couldn't... It's all right. Cap is feeling insecure. He thought our technical difficulties were really all part of a practical joke. No, no, I couldn't get this thing to work. So I'm glad I was able to get here. I did miss. Can we replay the Chris Morales open? Because I heard it was a a doozy today. Oh, my God. I got destroyed. Give it to me one more time because I couldn't get the the, uh, my unit to work. That's what she said, too. Get your unit to work. Yeah. Valentine's Day, pal. You better get that unit to work. I know. I better get it to work. Laura, can you hit it one more time? Okay. Oh, she can't get her units to work now. It's just yeah, a really dysfunctional weekend. Yeah, now nobody weekend. can get their units to work. It's Valentine's. <laughs> Everybody needs to get their units to work. There we go. Well, I do feel like that now that my unit's working, I feel like I'm ready for Valentine's Day weekend and now ready for the show. So that was very funny. Why do you have a guitar just randomly next to you anyway? That is a good I, point. I, you know, listen, I, I bought a guitar many years ago with the intention of learning how to play it. I sat here and watched YouTube videos. I took a couple of guitar lessons. I don't know what it is. I can't wait, get the fingering wait, wait, wait. thing. But who learns anything by actually just watching a YouTube video? Elsie, have you ever learned anything simply by watching a YouTube video? Um. Oh, how to tie a bow tie. Oh, nice. Okay. That, nice. But that seems more practical for YouTube. That, like, playing the guitar seems like an intricate scenario. Yeah, but it it's does. like literally having a one. It's, it's like literally sitting there with a guitar instructor. I mean, it's just you and him or her, one on one, mano y mano. Yes, but I, you, you, it's all backwards. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't know. Whatever. It would just feel weird to me. I had a friend of mine just recently change a starter in his car. Now, let me ask you two gentlemen a question. Yeah. Would either of you have the courage? Because I wouldn't. To even attempt no, to go to an automotive store, buy a starter, and then try. And he learned the whole thing, watched a YouTube video, and did the entire thing himself. Let, let, let me let me explain something to you. Go okay? ahead. About go me. Ahead. Okay. Yeah. In this household, okay, my wife is definitely way more handy, not with cars, uh, but just in general. Like, if there is an electronics situation going on where you need to take apart a computer or a TV or something like that, I can handle that. But if it's like building a futon or anything like practical like that, that's my wife's department, okay? She builds the toys for the kids. She does all that crap. I don't do any of that stuff. If we need to do paint or fix like the fan, the ceiling fan. If she, like, I'm calling somebody, like I ain't got no time to be learning on a YouTube video how to like try to fix a fan and maybe electrocute myself. No, bro, I'm calling a professional in that situation. Who the hell? I, like I'm not saying that if you look, if you do know, kudos to you. I sure as hell don't know. I know the basics about a car. I know how to change a tire. I have changed the oil before. I don't do that anymore. I go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change to do that stuff, the home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Go to SoCalOilChange.com for more details and coupons. Um, But uh, I I have done stuff like that, the basics, but like a starter, a carburetor, no, hell no. I ain't touching that stuff. LZ? Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't trust the source. I did a bow tie realizing that if it was wrong, the worst thing that happened is... I don't wear a bow tie. Or you do it again, right? You find somewhere right. else that, that right. is able to make that work for you. Correct. I like to, I like to uh, tie a bow tie. Haven't tied a bow tie in a really long time. Haven't rocked a bow tie in a really long time. But, uh, but do feel very competent, LZ, I'll have you know, 
mm-hmm. in the ability to tie a bow tie. It's a very nice skill to have in your toolbox. It is. I um, I had learned how to tie a bow tie in college, and then like literally went like a decade without applying that skill again. Mm. So when it was time for me to reapply it, I could not remember, and so, I was very grateful for YouTube. It, it's mm-hmm. funny you say that, LZ, because I have I have one. Um, well, I have two tuxedos. One I wore at my wedding, which I you know I, I haven't worn since. What do you mean? Um, you had that one in like plastic in a box? Like ah, oh, look at it, this. No, it's I'm in like a suit it. cover. It's in like yeah. a suit cover, like one of those hold suit on bags. To it forever. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, I it's a nice tux. You know what sure. I'm saying? But and then I've got again? one that that I bought like that isn't like as fancy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That you mm-hmm. know, um, but like I. I, I, you know, I, I don't have reasons to wear that or a bow tie very often, you know. So to your point, I could see you'd go ten years without wanting to, oh. or having the reason to do it. To oh my god, I was like freaking out because I was like kept going in circles, like going, "What am I missing?" Yeah. And so I finally <laughs> went to YouTube and I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. what I'm missing." Can, okay. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What have you learned on YouTube? Very Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Gregory Bergman, journalist extraordinaire. What have you learned on YouTube? Actually, when I lived in Hawaii, you were not allowed to have tint on your car. So I learned. Whoa, how to whoa, take the whoa, tint. whoa! What you mean? You can't have like window tinting on your window car. Window tinting at all? on your car. Yeah. Well, it, it has to. Be it's very tinting. sunny there. I know. There's a certain level that it needs to be in, and I got a ticket for it being too much. Well, but that's so everywhere, I, right? Like, yeah. uh, maybe, I don't know. I was Is in that Hawaii because you hotbox and you don't want the cops <laughs> to see what's going on in there, or what's the deal? Oh, hey, hey, hey. The different time. But, yeah, so I, le- I went on YouTube, and I learned how to actually take off the tinting off my entire car. Without making the car look silly, yes. Right, I mean, it still looks silly. But, yeah, I took it all off. Hmm. Huh. Laura, but I learned. Just skill. Yeah. Laura, what did you learn? Have you learned, ever learned anything on YouTube? I want to say I did, but I already know how to make drinks. I just wanted to perfect them. So, yeah, yeah just kind of like how to make See, that I can see. You know, making yep. drinks, YouTube could be useful mm-hmm. for that for sure. I'm telling you, you learn a lot of stuff on YouTube. Like, for example, I'll give you an example. Wait so, a second. Yeah. Hold on, Scott. You just, you Ta- just give us an example. Time well, out. Give you an example of something I couldn't learn, which was guitar on YouTube. Wait, wait, time out. Michael Thompson just texted me. He said... Uh-oh. How to start up a passenger jet. Get the hell out of here, Michael Thompson. He's call making the, it up. Call this number right now, okay? Call this studio right now. I know you are listening because you just texted me and you just followed up. It's so cool to learn how to do that. I want Call Michael Thompson right now, Laura. I, I, I need to have this conversation with him right now. But he says that all Champagne Nuts says that he sits around in his, in his own time and watches YouTube videos about aviation because that's his hobby is aviation he, yes he is a crazy person so he is. watches a lot of youtube videos on aviation Here, here's one you ready for this yes i like you i'm not a handy person okay i don't like to do things in the house i like to call a professional um i recently had a key break off my in the front door of my house oh had oof. no idea how i was gonna get this key out i'm like i'm not calling a locksmith i can do this i can do this i found a video on youtube how to do it. I couldn't do it. Then they said, hey, spray some uh, WD-40 down in there because it'll help it loosen up. It worked perfectly. I learned that. I've learned how to fix a toilet, you know, like because if you if you clog a toilet, okay, has that happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you poop too much, the poop yeah. don't go down. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like, what am I going to do here? I mean, I, you just I, get a plunger, don't you? That well, doesn't yeah, seem that know, difficult. Could be other things that could be going on. Oh, so YouTube okay. that thing. There's plumbers, tons of plumbers who are like really, really YouTube savvy. And they're like, hey, what's going on? I'm Scott. I'm a plumber. Let me help you out. 
Uh oh, Michael Thompson's music. All right, Michael Thompson. We were just you heard us yeah. talking about things you've learned on YouTube. How have you learned to start up a passenger jet on YouTube? Oh man, they talk they they teach you from going from dark from cold to hot and how to start up a passenger jet from all sizes from the A380 Airbuses to the 737 to the 777s. I always wanted to be a pilot. So I want to know how do they start these things up from when they're just sitting idle and uh, there's nothing running? So first you got to go to the battery, turn the battery on, and then that turns on the auxiliary power unit. Then you start checking all the overhead panel dials and, and go through the procedures. It is a fascinating uh, event to watch out how, to, how it's all done. So organized and so precise. It's really cool. Yeah. You tell him, Michael Thompson. You learn so, a lot on so, YouTube. Wait, but hold on. So did you actually go out and do it? <laughs> oh, I could do it. If you put me in a passenger jet, I know how to do it now. I can <laughs> oh, like so, times. so what you're telling me is that you watch something, but you don't actually know if YouTube taught you something because right. you haven't applied no, it. No, no. Yes. So, no, I haven't applied it yet, but if they put me in the cockpit, I can start a project. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, wait, yeah, I don't wait, trust you. Didn't you say you did like <laughs> some simulator thing not that long ago? Didn't I hear you say that on the broadcast the other day? About what? Didn't you do some simulator thing, some flight simulator thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were in Atlanta, and they took us to the Delta flight headquarters, and I actually landed a passenger jet in the simulator. Yeah, flew it, took it off, flew it, and I landed it in the simulator. Yeah. So, so Michael, if by chance we're ever on a flight, and they said, hey, is there anybody here who has pilot experience and no one volunteers, <laughs> you feel like what you've learned on YouTube can get us landed. Or and the simulator. Don't forget the Delta yeah. simulator. Yeah, I believe so. I believe I could do it. I'd have, I'd have the best chance. If there's no other pilot on board, they could talk me down because I know all the procedures and what you have to do. Yeah. Wait a second. Shouldn't we just, shouldn't we hope Kareem is on that flight since he actually was in a movie <laughs> called Airplane? Not you? That's right. Exactly. Now, Kareem, I, I would, uh, I would uh, give my power over to Kareem. I'd say, you take it over, Kareem, but I'd be his co-pilot. I don't trust it. All on YouTube. <laughs> Kareem or Michael or both? You, you know what it sounds like, Michael? It sounds like Wonder Woman 2. When Steve Rogers came back from the dead in the middle of 1984, even though he died at World War II, understanding how to fly jets. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. There's a yeah. gap in this plot that you're trying to lay out for us, my friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be a smooth landing, but I could get us down. The <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, um, are the Lakers going to actually win a game where we can be comfortable, where we can put, you know, put things on ice? What's happening here? Yeah, in regulation, they'll win it in regulation tonight. I guarantee it that they'll win it by 10 points or more. Yeah. Well, you, you, your guarantees sound a lot like Charles Barkley's guarantees, who they <laughs> shouted you out on the show yesterday, I saw. Yeah, how about that? That was pretty cool. Oh, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. What, you I, don't think that's the best show on TV, LZ? You don't agree with that? What? Oh, no, he's talking about the Grizzlies. He's not yeah, talking, talking about the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, talking yeah. about comfortably winning and, and regulation. Well, the Grizzlies are missing so many players, and uh, you know, like Oklahoma so, City. Kusa might be back tonight. You know, Kusa might be back. So I think the boys—they don't want to go to overtime again. So I think they'll blow them out tonight. All right. Well, okay. that's what we thought the other night. We'll see what happens. Listen, right. yeah. if if your guarantee doesn't come through today, I'm gonna—we yeah. are putting you in the Barkley category of guarantees. Okay. Because okay. we right. love Charles yeah. around here, but we know his guarantees are pretty worthless. Okay. We don't want—we don't want to put you in that category. Yeah, mine are a lot more uh, guaranteed than his guarantees. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you and Sliwa, right, in the pregame, coming up in like uh, an hour and 20 minutes, yes? Spock and the Jock. 
Oh, good Lord. Mm. All right. And then, of course, you and John will have the game right here on 710 ESPN. Thank you, Michael. Good to catch up with you. And look what you've done. Look what you've done, George Sedano. You put it out there like, what have you learned on YouTube? Boom, boom, boom. Phones light up with everybody who's learned some skill. Oh, no. Yes, sir. Troy Easter. Troy Easter. Did you just tweet that you learned how to grill ribs on YouTube? Because if you, because if this is true, Mr. Troy Easter, I will never be eating any of your YouTube ribs ever. <laughs> and by the way, he said he learned to clean a gun on YouTube. I mean, listen. All right, we we, we will take a break. The phone lines are lit at eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What have you learned to do on YouTube? I would also not be interested in eating the ribs on YouTube. I got to be honest with you, Troy. Oh, hell. I, Troy, I appreciate the loyalty to the show, but I don't know if I'm if, if you picking up chef tips uh, are, are the way I would go. All right, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're back in two and a half minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay. Sedano, LZ, and Cap. Now, we're playing like Valentine's music. So Laura asked the question before the show. Laura, what was your question before the show for the music? I I said, give me a song that reminds me of your significant other or your player song. Right. Like song that got you, and you described it as song that got you what? Hyped. Hyped. Mm -hmm. This does not get me hyped. Greg, how does this get you hyped? Because it wasn't explained to me that way. She just said your player song. It wasn't like get me hyped. It didn't. That part wasn't Because this is like baby-making music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I was thinking my players, and I'm like, thinking, okay, this is the song that I'm playing when I get the girl over, and this is where I'm going to go with. I didn't oh. say anything about hyped. You know what I never got that. I, no, because my text. response was when Laura asked me that, I said, like, what? Like, what? Like, And then she explained it to me. That's why I'm asking, because this, this is, LZ, this is baby-making music. Yes? This would be baby-making music. Um, it would also be... I don't want to make a baby. I just want to make love music. Right. There's that too. There's that. <laughs> right. Now, when Laura said she wanted to play a song, did you interpret it as like a slow jam or did you interpret it as like you're going out with your crew and you're getting hyped and ready to roll? I sent her Erotic City, so you tell me. Mm. Oh, it definitely was this. Okay. So I, I interpreted it as we're going out to the club. We're getting ready. We're in the car. Getting you know, high. let's go. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. that's how, because when that's I asked what I did. her- yeah, yeah, right, right. So I, cause that was my follow-up question. So that's why I went with the selections I had. I gave her, her two. Her uh, honestly, I didn't, I didn't do a follow-up question because I didn't want to be made fun of, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, my you. God. I don't <laughs> always make Wait fun of second. you. Wait, why would you be made fun of for clarification? <laughs> because you could be like, oh, man, you don't know what a player song is. Like, it could have gone very badly for me. So what? Wow. Just like, this is what I'm thinking of. Sedano asked, what do you mean? I didn't go I didn't know that he left. asked that you asked us separately. So well, this yeah. is just a separate so, conversation. So now we have to make fun of you for self-editing yourself like that because of your experience. <laughs> right, exactly. So hey, it does, it does, you don't escape it either way at this point. Hey, nope. so Laura, why did you send me a text that said, can you send me a song that reminds me of your girlfriend? And I was thinking to myself, 
what song would I know that would remind you of my girlfriend? I was so confused. No, no, no. So you took forever because you couldn't figure out a song. They quickly sent me something. So I was like, oh, give me also your player song. But Hmm. you took literally up to a minute before. Actually, we hit the air and you gave me the song. Because I was taking it very seriously, okay? I wanted to make sure that I gave you the right song. And for some reason, I could not get it. I could not come up with the song. So I finally came up with the song. Now you got the song. But it wasn't it wasn't that slow jam song. No. No, that was Greg's. That was yeah, Greg's. Yeah, that was Greg's. Yes, I know. It was mm-hmm. Greg's. I want to make sure everybody Taking knows turns. that wasn't mine. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't it's me. Fine. Yeah, there there's a rotation. <laughs> uh but the uh yeah, because when you asked me about my wife's, so I'm like, it's probably some country song that'll remind me because you know, I'm like key in that sense, you know, the the pickup truck, the dog, it all you know, it all happens. <laughs> You know, it all Terrible. happens in each each one of those songs. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just not my cup of tea, okay? I know, LZ, you love country music. just not my thing. It's because um, I'm American. You're American. I'm American. Uh, all right. So Michael says there is uh, – we're going to get to the calls here because people are chiming in on what they've learned on YouTube at 877-710-ESPN, uh, 877-710-3776. Also, in 12 minutes at 4.30, we're going to announce a new name that can win $540. in cash in efectivo, all right? And here's the deal. You still have time to register because we have 12 minutes. All you got to do is text the word MISSION to 40705. Text the word MISSION to 40705, and you can potentially win 540 bucks. And if someone doesn't win today, it rolls over to 720 on Monday. So – Michael said he thinks the, the Lakers are going to uh, take care of the Grizzlies. LZ, you seem to feel a little more hesitant because you feel the Grizzlies are better than the competition that they've faced here recently. Well, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, based upon the trend, now maybe, maybe it's a, it's a mental thing. And because they are cognizant that this team is better than the teams they just faced, they'll be more focused and won't take their foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. But – I will just simply say his rationale that they're shorthanded means absolutely nothing because a team with eight players just took his overtime twice. Correct. Fair enough. Um, Scott, do you feel like the Lakers have learned kind of their lessons of overlooking guys, overlooking teams, and knowing that, hey, look, we we need to make a statement here because the Grizzlies, even though they're young and they may be missing people, um, are a playoff team at the moment, and they have been, uh, you know, playoff quality Uh, for the last two seasons so my answer is no in other words what i'm going to say is is that if you look at the schedule going forward memphis and then it gets tougher right i mean this is going to be a much tougher stretch when you see denver and brooklyn and miami utah this is all you know in the next couple of days and golden state down the road here uh, later in the month so much tougher schedule coming so this has been the conversation we've been having is is you know LeBron's getting overworked, too many minutes, AD's still not back, when's Caruso coming back, et cetera, et cetera. And to me, I'm glad that these guys banked wins against lesser teams, even if it had to go to overtime, because here comes a much tougher stretch of schedule. Yeah, eight of their next ten are against quality opponents, for sure. There is no question about that. Um, Yeah, I I am curious to see, but this team, for whatever reason, I just think – I think they're going to be more focused is is my point. I think because they know the schedule is tougher here and there aren't very many gimmies that they're going to have to be locked in from the get-go, there can't be falling behind by 20 like they did the other night against OKC. I'll All right, let's, let's go to the phones. JP and Pico Rivera wants to tell us what he's learned on YouTube. JP. Hey, guys. So I've always been pretty good around the kitchen, you know? 
I make some pretty good pozole. I'm good on the. I make some good steaks and stuff. But I wanted to make like fancy stuff. So uh, YouTube taught me how to make like nice French cuisine. You know, cocavon and souffles and things like that. And the wife loves me even more now. You know. <laughs> nice. I love nice. it. I love it. Are you going to do any French food, any sort of fancy French souffles for Valentine's Day, dude? Yes, I'm going to make some tiramisu that I learned how to make on YouTube. Now you're talking, speaking my language. I love a good tiramisu, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's got to change it up from the pozole, you know? Yeah. I, I can make that too, but... You know, I want to learn some techniques. Wait, wait a second. Wait, JP. Hold on. Hold on. Laura, what did you just say? Ain't no Mexican making souffle. Come on, bro. No, you know you're making right. some flan. Calmate, oh. por favor. No. Hey, I can make both, you know? There you oh. go. He's expanding his horizons, yeah, no. Laura. And yeah. pozole is fancy, all right? My mama makes it really good, so don't be knocking our food. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I said I just want to expand, expand my meal, my uh, my skills. I mean, come on. The guy's making a souffle. You know what kind of courage it takes for a guy to call a sports radio station called ESPN and say, "Hey guys, I learned how to and really love making souffles. That's yeah. really cool." And then and then there's Laura just knocking him down. Come on, man. J- JP. JP. When when the when the pandemic's over, we're gonna invite you over to make some make us some baked goods. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have a little our... baking session. It'd be nice. Yeah. Let's go to Gabe in Fontana. Gabe, what's up? What have you learned on YouTube? Hey, guys. Uh, Laura, don't knock souffle. I don't know how to make it, but just I would be happy to know how. <laughs> um, also, I love him, but why? how can MT have played for the Showtime Lakers and yet get so excited when Charles reads a tweet on, on, on the show? Um, uh, you yeah, know, so- it, they're, they're old uh, buddies. You know, nemesis become friends later on. Look at, look at Magic and Larry, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for me, I became a homeowner in the last couple of years, so YouTube is safe. Congratulations, by the way. Thank yeah. you, thank you, if not thousands of dollars. Uh, most notably, notably, I learned how to install an EcoV thermostat. An EcoV oh. thermostat. See, Ooh. now that's that's courageous right there. Yeah. That That's way beyond what I know I'd be willing to try. How do you yeah. start with that? Do you go to a hardware store and, like, buy the thermostat and then come back and turn on YouTube? And then how do you do I, I would not even know where to start. Yeah, I, I went to got it at Costco and yeah. uh, YouTubed it to see if it would be feasible. And I don't, I don't usually mess with electricity. That's definitely one. But luckily, the electricity that gets put out from a thermostat is very low voltage. I don't think anything more than like a minor shock, which luckily I did not incur. But, yeah. <laughs> right, that would be my biggest fear, uh, Gabe. Th- and thank you for the call. Congratulations on the home. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, listen, I I just told you, I ain't messing with no fan, you know what I'm saying, and getting electrocuted. I'm calling them. <laughs> Calling the pro. Um, let's talk to uh, Evelyn in Pacoima. Evelyn, what's going on? Hi. Um, so I'm actually a very visual learner. So YouTube is like my best friend. And I learned how to change a tire on YouTube. I learned how to turn on like the gas pilot for my wall heater and like pandemic friendly stuff. I, learned, I was one of those people that learned how to make like bread, sourdough bread on YouTube and also like pandemic friendly haircuts. Wow. Okay. Pandemic. Hold, hold up. Pandemic <laughs> friendly haircuts. Yeah, yeah, go explore that, LZ, please. Yeah, like, no, no. I wasn't trying to risk it all to get a haircut. So, I mean, it doesn't look hair salon status, but I also don't look busted, which is nice. There you go. Okay, okay I got you. I mean, I got listen, you. I, I ain't mad at her, LZ, you know what I mean? No, no not at all. 
Okay, on a scale of one to ten, with ten being, let's say, Jennifer Aniston, Swoopy Doo, Prime Friends, and one being uh, the crack guy from Dave Chappelle's Chappelle Show. Where where do you lie? Where, how close are you? On the hair, yeah. On the hair. I would say like a solid six or seven. Okay. Nice. Okay. All nice. right. Okay. Heading towards the Rachel. Okay. I got you. I got you, <laughs> girl. All right, Evelyn. Thank you. Have a great weekend. See how many people learn things on YouTube, George? All right. Let's find out one more here. We got Sam in Oxnard. Sam in Oxnard, where they have the best strawberries in California. What's up? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, but uh, I learned how to um, reset my TPS sensors. Um, from my truck. Okay. And I had to, and I learned how to um, rekey. You know the the keys they come with the chip. Yeah. I learned yeah. Yeah. Re-sign them without going to the dealer, spending the eighty bucks or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I love it when you can it's, save it's, money. Oh, it's so good when you can use YouTube to learn how to do something, so you don't have to call a locksmith or a mechanic or an electrician, and you figure, you know what, man, I can do this myself. I love it. Yeah. Exactly. Just can't I, learn how to play the guitar. Out. Hey, I play that too, and I've uh, I've um, taken out computer laptop screens and replaced them from videos on YouTube. See, another thing I would never try on my own. <laughs> oh man, those, it's, it's not hard at all. Sam, brother, thank you for checking in with us. Thank Appreciate you. it. That's cool. That's really good. Laura, so it's so funny. Laura, what did you you just said? Then your house burns down. What? I mean, maybe he knows what he's doing. My dad tried to just switch out the sink literally yesterday, doing a YouTube video, and he messed it up. Now we got to redo the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, it is time. Clear the lines. Someone can win five hundred forty bucks. You have three minutes to text us. At four zero seven zero five, all you got to do is text the word mission. Mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, to this number, 40705. And you may be one of the last-minute winners we can get. $540 on the line. It is happening in three minutes. We'll be back in just a moment. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Chris. Our name today is Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena. That's Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena. So Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena. Your mission is to call us back within 20 minutes at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you call before or buy 451 you will win $540 in cash and efectivo and qualify to win 1800 okay? So that is the deal, Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena. Hit us up. This is brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you ever injured in an accident, call Sweet James Accident Attorneys. Available 24-7. Visit sweetjames.com. It's the Mission 18 Cash Giveaway. Your chance at 180 bucks a day. And the grand prize of $1,800. Sedano, LZ, and Cap taking you up till 5.30 today. Lakers and Grizzlies, so only an hour, less than an hour now, 
until we are off the air. Hopefully, Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena calls us up before 4.51. You got 19 minutes and counting, bro. Call us at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776 to win $540. And if you know Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena, tell him to hit us up. If you don't and he don't call us before 451, everyone else is who's rooting against him because that means there's more money on Monday. More money, more money. They're going to put that in the – in the stratosphere, in the juju in the stratosphere. Go ahead, Scott. I'm sorry. Guys, what happened? Sorry. You guys see the guy the other day. We were, we were calling out this guy's name. His name was Rocky Singh, I think was yeah, his name. Yeah, Rocky Singh. Yeah. And then um, he never got back to us, right? Um, and we're like, dude, come on. We're trying to give you money. What's the deal? And if you know him, find him. You know, we're tweeting at him. I mean, we're looking for this guy, right? We're trying to give this guy money. He sent a tweet. He said, I had a rough day yesterday. While on the way to getting lunch, I got a flat and had to take my car to the tire shop. I decided to go get groceries afterwards, and while shopping, I heard my name had been called at ESPN Los Angeles Mission 18. Ugh. If the only he had turned to YouTube, he could have done his own tire, and he could have called us. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Now, he still won the money, which was good, so we saved his day. All right. Uh, you know? Didn't he, didn't he win the money? Was he right? the money? Did he, call he was me? one yeah, of the yeah, three people, right? Okay. He yeah, was one good, of the three. Good. Yep. Oh. Yeah, he was one of the three. Well, good. Very good. Then how yeah. was it a rough day? He got cash. Well, no, he was we? saying it was a rough day before then. Yeah. Ah, before then. Yeah. And he got it. Gotcha. He says 710, the best, 100% yeah. is what he says. So, Ooh. Miguel Gonzalez, Pasadena, you've got 18 minutes, bro. Let's go. 877-710-ESPN to win 540 bucks. Um, all right. So, we talked a little bit about the Lakers situation, right? And just kind of, you know, Cap, you alluded to it. LZ, you alluded to just kind of the scheduling, right? Um you know, there are a lot of things kind of at play here. We've talked a lot about LeBron's minutes. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that people feel like LeBron is going to keep playing, that it's going to be impossible to sit him down unless you tie him down to the bench, basically, um, is the MVP. And it's something you've alluded to, LZ, that he wants to win this. He's made it very clear, very known. So Tim Bontemps, our colleague here at ESPN, does this every year. He does a straw poll, right, of – a hundred different media members that cover the NBA from all different parts of the country, right? And he does this via text. So he sent me one of the votes, like he texts me, give me your top five. And he does it exactly like the NBA would do. He assigns points to it, et cetera, et cetera. So when he did this, LeBron came back number one with 53 first place votes at 760 Mm -hmm. points. Joel Embiid came in second with 665 total, 23 first place votes. Jokic came in third, 18 first place, 596 on the total. And then there was a pretty big drop after that. It's KD came in at fourth, uh, three first place votes, 272. And then Kawhi fifth with one first place vote and 153 total points. Um, Look, there are other guys on this list, like Giannis was below him, Steph, LZ's boy PG, uh, Luca, Tatum, Gobert, Mitchell, Lillard, Conley. Mike Conley? Jalen, but that one actually, I didn't see that. Sorry. I don't mean to wow. be disrespectful like but that. You but you were. I was. I was. You did, you I was. At him. And I feel did. bad because Mike Conley is a really good, uh, he's a good player and he's also a really good dude. But it just, I caught myself like, Mike Conley, MVP? Like, this ain't Memphis. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so, but either way, that was the 15 guys that were, that got votes. Um, I think that this one for LeBron is personal, LZ. And I think because the narrative in the past has been, well, he missed games. Because remember when he was in Cleveland a lot. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, look, 
Let's go back even further. So the first year in Miami, he wasn't going to win it because everybody was all, all upset about them getting together, right? And right. they gave it to Derrick Rose, who, look, I like Derrick Rose. He didn't he have a better year. He, he, he didn't have a better year than LeBron. He didn't even have a better year than Dwight, I thought, that year, okay, in Orlando. Then LeBron won the next couple, okay? But since those two that he won with the Heat, he hasn't won since. And in Cleveland, the knock against him was, well, he takes too many days off. He doesn't really start working hard until, quote-unquote, January was some of the narratives out there. So, you know, even though he didn't miss a ton of games, right? Like, he probably missed 10 to 15 tops. Um, I don't he has missed ta- 15. Huh? That's, that 15 is high. Um, maybe. Th- no, there was th- the one year in Cleveland when he hurt his back. He when missed, he hurt his back, right. Yeah, yeah he, missed, he missed like 15 games. But in, he generally missed somewhere between 10 and 15 max uh, in the, in that stretch, he didn't win. So because that argument had been used against him, I feel like he is adamant to play as many as he possibly can so nobody can can get on him for that stuff anymore. I, I really feel that it's just about boredom with a hint of disrespect, but mostly just boredom because then he went and played all 82 games, got him to another finals, and he right. didn't win MVP then either. Correct. So you're, So you don't know what the formula is. Ultimately, statistically, you don't know if it's most wins. You don't know if it's making history. You don't know if it's doing something you've never done before. Because the goalpost continues to move as far as the rationale as to why it's not LeBron. I think the rationale is simply this. We're bored. We're looking for the next new thing. And no matter what you do, there's nothing you can do to get our attention to want to come back to you again because we're looking for something else. It's like being like a... It's like being like a musician or like a recording artist and like you're on album number five now and now they're bored looking for the next hot thing. Even though your albums going forward are all fire, we're looking for the next new person. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what happens sometimes to LeBron Mm because I'm just like, no one with real eyeballs really thought Giannis was an MVP over LeBron except from a statistical standpoint. Right, the analytics community, for sure. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But if you just watch, <laughs> yeah. you just watch, and you can see, oh, yeah, they can't do what they're doing without that guy. Not to say that Milwaukee wouldn't have had the best regular league without Giannis, but his contribution, you know, is was different. And the difference to me was the difference in the MVP voting that should have gone to LeBron. Why is there, or let me rephrase it, do you think there's more discussion about the MVP, especially early in the NBA, than there is in the NFL? Um, Yeah, because it's a star-laden league, number one. Um, And, you know, we are literally past the quarter mark now. Um, You know what I mean? Like, we're almost, we're almost, we're basically a third of the way through the season at this point. So, I think this is generally around the time that we would do that. Like, as you get closer to the All-Star break, Mm -hmm. uh, which we're in this strange season about a month or so away. I think that, LZ, your point about the voters looking for something new is interesting. The other part of it is, is it it me or does LeBron, because you guys yesterday were giving me, you know, you were how to decipher through what LeBron is saying versus what LeBron actually is saying and what he means. Do you think that people are like, you know, he wants this so bad. Like he just he he's campaigning. Oh, cap, he's, he's, cap. He, last yeah. year he said he 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 like <laughs> last season he literally talked about at the in the bubble sixteen 
16 people voted him first in the MVP. Yes. Like, right. he called that creep, that crap out. And I remember mm -hmm. we laughed about it because Amin was one of the 16 who voted for him <laughs> and was on the air, and he tweeted at him. He was like, yo, I just want to let you know I was one of the 16, okay? <laughs> but And that's also another point there. He knew how many people voted for him first place for MVP, but he's supposed to not know that he's on a five-game winning streak. Right, right. exactly. <laughs> But it's but he remember at the end of the bubble last year when they um, when he took the trophy and he talked about because I remember very vividly he's like I want my damn respect too and I was thinking to myself who doesn't respect you but I think that and I'm not really maybe you guys would tell me why you think this is why is there this consumption with this individual honor for me I want to rack up titles not necessarily do I care but I guess for him he just. He's got to have everybody know who – we all think he's the best player, even at 36 years old. But yeah. I guess he, he must have that trophy. I, I'm not 100% sure why it's that important. I'd, I'd be more interested in racking up championships than winning MVPs, but that's me. Well, I think he wants it all, right? Like, I think at this stage that he wants to be a little greedy, right. and that's fine. Um, all right, coming up next, we got a little Valentine's Day special for you, plus – uh, big news in the NFL, and how do the Rams and Raiders play into this? We'll tell you about all that coming up in just a second. And we may have a winner. Maybe we have a winner. we got to find out if Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena has called in. $540 on the line here. Text the word MISSION to 40705. Text the word MISSION to 40705 to register. So we'll find out all that stuff coming up in two and a half minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. There we go, LZ. Uh, so, so this is it right here. That's your jam. This is it. I've been getting laid off this song since high school. <laughs> <laughs> off this song, huh? Off this song, man. Gets me, gets my mind right. Yeah. Gets my mind right. There you yeah. go. Nice. Sedato, LZ, and Cap with you here. Taking you up till 5.30 today, Lakers and Grizzlies. So make sure you stick around for that. All right. What do we got here? We got a winner? We got a winner. All right. Miguel Gonzalez from Pasadena. You have won $540, man. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Woo! <laughs> there you go. Let it hang out. Yeah. What you going to do with the cash, homie? Uh, supposed to go on a vacation sometime in April, so I might save it for my wife's birthday trip. Okay, cool. Oh, smart. Nice. Smart That's man. Smart, smart. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Happy you, wife, guys. happy life, bro. Um, all right, man. Well, congratulations again. Thank you, brother, for uh, being such a loyal listener. And enjoy the money, okay? And be safe. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Vacation. That, that, that fantastic good. moment was brought to you by Sweet James Acting Attorneys. Visit sweetjames.com. Yep. So we start again on Monday for 180 bucks. It's Monday, not tomorrow. Uh, Monday, we start again with 180 bucks. but text your name right now. Text, excuse me, not your name. Text the word MISSION to 40705. That's text the word MISSION, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, to 40705. 
and uh, try to win those 180 bucks on Monday. So there you have it. All right, so, Greg, there was some news. Before I get to the football stuff, there was some news you said for the uh, Dodgers yeah, for, front? Yes, uh, from John Heyman. That he's saying that Justin Turner has at least a couple of offers on the table, but there is a multi-year offer from at least the Dodgers and the Brewers. Other teams in on him are the Mets, Jays, and Braves, but they're less likely. Hmm. Hmm. Don't do it, bro. Do not do it. Do not leave. You take the offer that the Dodgers give you. You stay with your team. You stay with your guys. You pursue another championship. We were talking yesterday about Alex Caruso, and I was saying I think he's a heart and soul kind of player. Same thing with Turner. He's a heart and soul player. You don't leave and disappear in Milwaukee. You stay with your team and see how far you can go yet again this year. That's how I feel about Justin Turner. Well, I'm not putting my hands in his in his wallet, so I don't know what his cash situation is like. I would simply say do what's best for your family and your career. But if you leave this team, there's no guarantee that you're going to be a champion again. But if you stay, yeah, there's confetti in your future. Yeah, I agree. I think all of that um, that you guys mentioned makes a ton of sense. And, like, what is he, 37 now, right? 37? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know, man. Do you want to leave at 37 after you've been here for that many years? You know what I mean? He's been here for a while now. And it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to uproot. You know, again, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your money. I, to your point, LZ, I don't know. But I, I just look at it as, you know, money is important. I'm not disputing that, right? Um, but I have tried at all stages of my life, okay, um, mm-hmm. while I've been a professional, okay, to make the best decision based on my own personal happiness. Now, does money factor into that? Sure, it's part of the equation, but I don't think it's the entire equation. And when you make decisions solely on money, I would say a a decent chunk of them, at least the people I know personally, have lived to regret it, mostly because the circumstances of the job generally are not as ideal as you would have thought, although the money may have been better than your previous situation. I feel like at this stage of his career, and LZ, your point about not knowing his cash situation, I'm with you. I don't know either, but I got to figure he's been a major league ball player for like how many years? 12, 14 yeah. years? He's 36, like by the way. Right. 36. So, yeah. you know, you got to figure that he's made really good money. Look, if you're, a, if you're a young player and you're in your first five, six years and you're not making the big money, understood. But he's probably had about, I'm just guessing, seven to ten years of making really, really good money. And for me, this is just me, I'd rather be on a winning team in a, with, with a group of guys who I love, who I've helped build with, and, and I'd rather pursue another title and sacrifice whatever the difference is. Now, look, if it's $50 million versus $25 million, I may just say, forget it, I'll take the money and I'll show up. But on the other hand, I'd rather just pursue a title with my team than... Then I mean Milwaukee, really? Like you're gonna disappear in Milwaukee? I don't and know I, if he. I don't know if he's gonna disappear in Milwaukee. I mean, they have had multiple MVPs, although one cheated. But still, <laughs> they have had multiple MVPs in my lifetime. So I, I'm not, you know, going to sit and say that you know they won't win. And again, I don't know his money situation. But if you can get paid, and to your point, Cap, if the money difference isn't that huge, and you can get paid and still win and keep your house and your life and everything, 
then I would see staying here. But if you feel it disrespected, like I don't know what the offer is. Right. Maybe it's disrespectful. And right. if it's disrespectful, then bounce. Well, the original story that was out there a few weeks ago, as you remember, you, you know, you and I were talking about it was um, four years that he wanted four years. I'm like, oh hell no, that's a lot. Right. That's asking a lot. Like, I'm that's not asking I, a lot. I, I'm not signing him for four years right. at this stage of his career. Like that's not two makes sense. Right. Uh, anything beyond that, I, I'm not. I'm not doing. So that's the latest on Justice Justin Turner. We do have some football news that uh, the Rams and Raiders could be involved in. We'll get to that in just a moment. Stick around for what you need to know. Plus, we never got to the Valentine's Day deal. So we've got a little Valentine's Day situation. We'll explain what that means coming up in just a few moments. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Gregory Bergman, what do we have? So Nolan Richardson was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2014, and he had this great story about Larry Bird. And it came up today because Dwayne Wade and LeBron James saw it today and retweeted it. So I just want to play it for you guys and see what you guys think about it. Laura? Driving, and I'm listening to a game. It's New Mexico State playing Indiana State. I don't really care about the game, but I, New Mexico State is right up the streets from El Paso, and I went to UTEP. And we're big rivalries, so I'm hoping that Indiana State will beat New Mexico State. And I'm listening to the radio, and I have no clue of the players on either team. All of a sudden, this name keeps coming. Bert, he goes to the right, Bert, he makes the spot, Bert. I said, God who's Bert? Bert, you know, here's Bert, and Bert this, and, and Bert, oh, did you see the pass that Bert made? I can't see it, but I'm just trying to imagine it. When the time I got to the end, I said, damn, that brother can play. (laughs) Hey, let me tell you something. When I got the newspaper the next morning and saw Larry's picture, I said, damn. (laughs) Let me tell you something. So that got retweeted onto my timeline last night after I was done watching the NBA on TNT. And I was howling, laughing at like 11 o'clock at night that I had to retweet it, like coughing, crying. I, I thought it was hilarious. LZ, what did you make of the great Nolan Richardson story there? Oh, it's so real. It's so real. I love how authentic he was with it and how he just let it all hang out, his own assumptions and prejudices and just let it all hang out because <laughs> that's real talk right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, the, the assumption, man, that brother's good. And then you find out the newspaper, like, that's Larry Bird? No way. The <laughs> right. guy I was hearing about on the radio. Yeah. And I loved it because Larry Bird was sitting there. I saw the, the tweet as well. Larry Bird's sitting there, and Magic is sitting behind him, and they are just dying laughing yeah. during this whole speech. That was awesome. Yeah, it was great stuff. What, what's next, Greg? All right, so Urban Meyer was just hired as the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. And he has filled out his staff including somebody by the name of Chris Doyle as the director of sports performance. Now, Urban Meyer is obviously known for his uh, abilities to understand people, but uh, this guy has been... Is he? I don't know if he is. I I don't know. You feel like that's a stretch, but go ahead. He's known for his abilities to to, to know about people? A little bit of sarcasm. Uh, But as his tenure ended uh, when he was at... Uh, where is this? Where Iowa. It? Okay. Iowa. The, the Doyle used to coach Iowa. He was the strength and conditioning right. coach there, and he got fired. They gave him a million dollars to walk away for remarks that he had made that were 
um, racist. Uh, they were racist and prejudiced, and 50 different people at Iowa came uh, forward to discuss this, and it's why that he is no longer there. Uh, so go ahead, Greg. Ask the question now. What do you think of the hire? <laughs> uh, who do you want it directed to? <laughs> Let's start with LZ. Let's go with you, LZ. Booty. But booty. I'm, used to, I'm used to Urban Meyer being straight booty. Mm-hmm. So I have very little respect for him. I'm going to be real honest about this. Very little respect for him. Now, as a coach, I respect him as a coach. But as a man, none. Zero. And it's not just because of this story. It's because of the pattern that he's definitely has established about his I don't want to curse, so I'm just going to pass the mic over to Cap now. Can I just say this? And I appreciate you not cursing, although I think I can feel your your energy. But listen, here's the thing. I don't know about you guys. I find Urban Meyer to be so utterly unlikable. Yeah. You know, I, my perception of him is is that he he built his way up. He kept getting a good job. Then he'd leave and get another job, a better job. Then he'd leave and get another. And then it was, oh, I, I have to quit now because I've got health problems when there's really like, problems within the program because of stuff that he may have been involved with, but I'll walk away and I'll go get another great job. And I just, I feel like, first of all, look, I don't think anybody's going to win in Jacksonville. I hope he doesn't win. I mean, I'm just not a fan. I'm not rooting for him in any way. And this hire, I would never have known who this coach was at Iowa if it wasn't reported. Not only was he did he have racist remarks, but he also put like 30 kids or something into a hospital because he just trained them like over, over, over trained, et cetera. Look, if you're Urban Meyer, I guess you think you can get away with stuff like this in Jacksonville that you might not be able to get away with it in L.A. But, man, oh, man, like you don't think people are going to look at this and and say, what are you doing? I'm just really dumbfounded. The Jacksonville Jaguars is the only franchise that's predominantly owned by a minority. And you hire Urban Meyer. Okay, fine. But then Urban Meyer goes out and hires a guy who likes to be racist in his rhetoric. And I'm like going, bruh, you had one job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One job. I, I mean, I don't I'm with LZ and, and you, Scott, like I, he look, clearly his coaching ability is not what we're discussing here. But his choices as a human being have left a lot to be desired. And I am not a huge fan by any stretch. Just of find the him unlikable. He's unlikable. Unlikable is actually the perfect way to describe him, um, at least the most PG way to describe him. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Greg, that'll be it. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe good times so valentine's day is coming up we've only got we got a short show we've been on uh since 4 uh 3 excuse me and lakers are coming up at 5 30 but it is valentine's day coming up and i feel like when with valentine's day coming up there are things that we need to get done this weekend now what is the plan for valentine's because i feel like valentine's during a pandemic it's just i don't know what to do Right. I, you know, I, I yes. don't know. Like, I think some people don't even remember it's Valentine's Day this weekend. It's on a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. It's Sunday. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, it just feels like weird right now. And, you know, it's not like you could go to dinner, right? Uh, I mean, I guess you could in some places and here too, right? Like outdoors. But there, there's even more li- uh, limited seating than there is before. And I'll say this, and I'm not trying to knock anybody's hustle in the restaurant business, but if there's one day I hate to go to a restaurant – pre-pandemic or not, is Valentine's Day. Because, first of all, you get a prefix menu more places than not, right? You're getting um, a price hike more places than not. And generally, the service isn't as good because there's a lot of people flooding a, a particular restaurant. 
So I feel like there's got to be a, a better way to make Valentine's Day feel more special, right? There has to be a, a better way, and especially during a pandemic. Like, no, I'm, again, I, I, I order out all the time, okay, to support local businesses. I just don't feel comfortable even outside necessarily going to a restaurant. It's just not my cup of tea, not telling you or anyone how to do your thing, just me. Um, but what is Valentine's Day going to look like this year, Cap? Well, I want to start off by saying to all the guys out there, you're welcome, okay? Because chances are you just heard George say Valentine's Day is this Sunday, and you went, oh, my God, I didn't even know Valentine's Day was this weekend. My question is, what am I going to do? You know, and, and, and your point about restaurants or the ability to go places or what should Valentine's Day be, just what, what should I do? Is, are flowers enough now? I mean, if I got if I showed up with chocolates, my girlfriend would be like, "Really, you brought me chocolates? You know, I don't need this right now. It's gonna it's gonna sit on my ass. I don't 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 bring me chocolates." So flowers, wine, dinner, loving. Um, I did buy one very um, one really good Valentine's Day gift though. It's a little love potion, and um, I'll tell you right now, you you put it on your both of your stuff, and dude, it vibrates. If you know what I'm saying to you. So I don't know what Valentine's Wait, Day. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> what? What? George, this doesn't sound normal to you. I mean, okay. <laughs> well, I had a friend of mine make a recommendation. They were like, "Look, I went to this dispensary and I bought this these these drops, and then we used it because that's what it's for, and it gets your uh, your stuff like um, you know, kind of feeling good, better even." You know? Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. I mean. Are you saying that you're going with PEDs? Like that you're like, uh, you're, you know, you're Jose Canseco? I would not say Jose Canseco, and I'm not sure I'd call them PEDs. I would just call them <laughs> enhancers. That's all. Well, that's what they are, performance-enhancing uh, drugs. Yeah, they, they are performance. Then yeah, they are right. actually PEDs. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I am on PEDs. <laughs> Barry Bond style. Okay. <laughs> not Jose Canseco style. All right. LZ, Valentine's Day this year, what does that look like? I will simply say this, gentlemen, and you know I am not one to brag or puff my chest out, but um, I went to go get my testosterone tested because I felt like, you know, I'm a middle-aged man. I should mm -hmm. probably stay on top of that. Yeah, good idea. Um, I was told I had a testosterone level of someone still in their 20s. Wow, look at you. Wow, good for no you. wonder you got an eight-pack. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it right there. Oh, so that's what you're... That's, that's it. What that's all he needs to know. You're bringing the heat. I yeah. got you. Yeah. I got you. Let me yeah. tell you something, LZ. Mm -hmm. I went and had my testosterone checked, just like you just said, right? So mm -hmm. I walk in and I'm like, okay, I'm a stud. I have very high testosterone. And so they do the test, right? And they come back and they're like, actually, your testosterone's kind of low. And I'm like, okay, this is a sales pitch. There's no way. Not possible. So they convinced me and I went on testosterone. Dude, I will run through a brick wall head first. I'm serious. The energy level, you have no idea. Well, you do because you have the energy and yeah. the testosterone of a 20-year-old man. But I'm telling you right now, it's awesome. It is you talk, performance enhancing, George. That is performance enhancing. Yeah. Oh, no question. Uh, Laura, you are texting that we all need help. What, what, is, what, what, what do we need help what do you here mean? for? I, my doctor said I didn't need help. That was the whole point of the story. I was trying to be nice across the board, but what I meant to say was Cap needs help. I'm just, oh. you know. Oh. 
I, I was a little surprised. It's not that I need help. I'm just telling you that, like, it's it's fun. It's different. It's uh, it's exciting. Hey, listen, explore the body, man. I'm all about it. Do your yeah, thing. True. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, whatever whatever, whatever works for you, do you. Yeah, you yeah, wanna, for Laura, real. you want to know what it's called? It's called Her Highness. H-I-G-H-N-E-S-S. Her Highness. And it's just a little bottle of some love potion. You rub it all over your uh, stuff. Body. Then, yeah, that, yes, that. The body. The human body. <laughs> right. And then I'm telling you, you just, you see. You'll see what it does. I'm sure your girlfriend really appreciates it yeah right. she loves it mm-hmm. there you go mm. that's all that matters. i mean i i thought we were going to be talking about just like are you making something in the kitchen <laughs> are you buying a bottle of wine like what kind of wine are you getting are you making something nice no, what we're, kind going, of- we're going straight to the part where he says i see dead people we're right. not doing the whole pr- we're not doing all the movie no we're yeah. going straight to the kicker at the end right yeah i mean yeah it's like no you know what this is lz this is like memento chris nolan's movie exactly. where you're basically starting backwards but going 15 minutes in 15 minutes in, in, in <laughs> intervals basically <laughs> that's what that's what cab just did valentine's is. day i mean it's this is a tough holiday for someone like myself you know i'm not married anymore i'm in yeah. a relationship now for two years i want right. to make sure that i get the the right thing but um you know I've, i i'm always one of these people that always like freaks out like have i done enough is this enough gift and so i'm having a little bit of what i would call valentine's day pre-valentine's day anxiety Mm. Uh, I'm just going to take a shower. <laughs> there you go. That's the sign. There you go. Dude, you got the testosterone of a 20-year-old. You you are hey, you're bringing the gift. Hey, Steve, I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pop on Erotic City, game right. over. Turn on the Prince. <laughs> See, no, the move, the move here is the hot tub. Hey, I'm Ooh. turning on the hot tub. Now, see, I used to think that too. <laughs> but what I've learned... Is that it actually drains me. Really? The, the heat and everything actually mm. makes me more lethargic. Mm. And I have to then, you know, rev the engine back up because oh. I just cooled off in the hot tub, which sounds, you know, you know, counterintuitive. Right. But heat, as you know, if you're in a sauna or the steam room, extreme heat over a certain period of time, you know, will drain you. Yeah. Well, you got to get in and out of the, the hot tub. You can't just stay in the whole time. Uh, it feels so nice, though. What do you, you go? You get <laughs> in, you get out, you get back in? Right. I mean, it's so nice and the bubbles and everything. And then the I bubbles bring in, are nice. Yeah. Then I bring in the alcohol. Which right, the alcohol do. is in there. Right. Maybe right. perhaps drinking the hot tub. Right. Maybe yeah. perhaps yeah. A, a vid, you know, something from the dispensary. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's I know where do- you get that, Her Highness. That's where you get it. The dispensary. Not, not Her Highness. I'm talking about the traditional stuff from the dispensary. Yeah. What was that stuff that we used to get from Key? Did you ever get any of that? Oh, the silverback. The silverback. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had to leave that alone. I had Somebody to leave the silverback alone. Fill me in. So, Key used to be, a, Key, who's a tremendous friend, would occasionally give us all this little concoction like you, except it was called silverback. It was silverback, yes. And um, let's just say it, it made sure you were prepared for the job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to actually um, kind of nurse my silverback if you will so i wouldn't do it all in one take i would you know do a couple shots and then put the rest in the refrigerator but after a while i realized that um that put me in a space where i was going to the store but it wasn't always available for purchase if you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i had to change my shopping habits to work with the inventory of the store uh-huh. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. I am. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like when you pick things up and put things down. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, Silverback. If you see it, listeners, you're welcome. Just <laughs> just, just get it. A public service announcement by Sedano L Z and Cap. Happy just, Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, yeah. All right. Coming I up mean, next. Anyone have any reason why we had a pre-show meeting? Because I don't think we've done a damn thing on this list yet. No, we did do the one Laker MVP thing, and that was pretty much it. And that was fun. Uh, Coming up next, a new segment. We'll give you a quick tour on the Lakers, uh, or a quick tutorial on the Lakers and what's up with them as they get ready for the Memphis game tonight. Uh, Action will begin at 5.30 with Sliwa and Michael on the pregame. But we have a new segment called The Disrespect is Real. LZ, can I get a disrespectful? Disrespectful. Yes, the disrespect is real. So our final segment uh, of the week coming up, the disrespect is real, is the segment. We will have that for you in two and a half minutes. She loves me, baby, you will understand. This sounds like a Kaplan choice. I don't know, LZ's the one singing it. I mean, LZ can sing it, but I mean, it doesn't mean that it's his choice. This was the cut. Are you kidding me? It was a good song. See, LZ's going back to the days when he was a lead singer in a band. Wait, here's the good down part. When she says she loves me. There you go. Hey, when I picked this song, I didn't know it would resonate like that for LZ. Yeah, I love this song. Little Valentine's Day music. Oh, dude, that was the cut. Sedano LZ and Cap with you here. Final segment coming up. We've got uh, Lakers basketball coming up after us. Sliwa and Michael at 5.30. Game at 7 with John and Michael as the Lakers take on the Grizzlies. So, uh, real quick, still no word on AD for tonight, but obviously everyone's just kind of hoping for the Lakers to just get a win without having to go to overtime, right? Not taxing LeBron in this situation. I guess Caruso could potentially still be available. LZ, I know you've been looking forward to AC coming back. Well, let's see. Last season, I believe he led the team in net rating. I believe he's doing the same thing this season. So he's an important piece. Regardless of how he scores, regardless of how many minutes he plays, we know that when he's on the floor, it's winning time. You know, it's so funny you say that because yesterday, remember, we were having this conversation and we mentioned Caruso and I was like, you know, six, seven, eight. And you're like, yo, hold on. What do you mean? I got a lot of people who tweeted me yesterday and said, dude, Caruso belongs in like the four or five range in terms of his importance on the Lakers. You think that's too much? I don't. I I do a little bit. Yeah, I do. I I think that, I mean, I I laid it out. Like I I could see him in that six to eight range, but not not four or five. Like I'm not there yet. It just feels weird to be six or eight, but when I need somebody to start for our (laughs) clinching game in the NBA Finals, I pick Mr. Eight. But they're (laughs) they're also a deeper team than they were last year. So that that's part of it too. But the two of the people that they picked up in free agency were sitting with DNPs, but Caruso was still playing. No, I get it, but but I mean Montrez to me is more important than him at the moment, and so is Dennis. You know, so there's there's four already, and I would put Kuz ahead of him right now, as oh. far as importance is concerned. All right, that puts him at six, at yeah. least if you go by the Sedano range. Yeah, I I think that he's in that. I think him, KCP, they're kind of in that same range. All right, okay. 
I, I don't feel like that's disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I thought we were in the disrespectful segment not yet, of the show. Not right? yet, but if you want to, if, if you want to do it, that, we it can. It felt like we were there. Uh, yeah. By the way, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Do you want to bestow me with a disrespectful for Alex Caruso? Disrespectful. Okay, perhaps it was. I I don't think so, but that's fine. But you don't want to t- attend the, the Caruso show. <laughs> I do. I love the Caruso show. I just you know I I think that he's the sixth member of the band. It's Fine. It can be. You just called him Tito. No, you called him Randy. You didn't even make him Tito. You made him Randy Jackson. How many, how many guys are there in New Edition? Six, right? Uh, new Edition. Um, yeah, I mean, when you add in Johnny Gale. Right. Hmm. So, so which one is he? Is he like... He's like Ralph Tresvant. Well, you made him... Ralph Tresvant's a lead singer. No, that's true. He's not. He's a lead I, singer. I, I, no, I, I, yeah. Bell, Biv, DeVoe. He's like Biv. Yeah, Biv. Biv is a good one. You Michael Biv. Like, you yeah. could have made him like new kids on the block, you know? Were there six of them? I don't know. I think there might have been five of them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean... Guess, I guess the math didn't work, did it? Yeah. yeah. No, because New Edition was six when they had Johnny Gill, right? Because it was Bobby Brown, Ralph Tresvant, uh, Bell, Biv, DeVoe, and, and Johnny Gill. I so love Bell, Biv, DeVoe. BBD, the East Coast family. Look at that. You're so sweet. This is good music for Friday, I think. So anyway, um, it is time for the segment that we are going to unveil called The Disrespect is Real. The Disrespect is Real. Yeah, so (laughs) it starts here. So yesterday, I'm on Twitter, and I, um, I see the Warriors tweeted out, a video of one of their players, Juan Toscano-Anderson, throwing a cross-court pass to Steph Curry, who's trailing in transition, right? And Steph hits, like, this crazy, like, 25, 26-foot three. And the the fun part of it is if you watch the video, Juan Toscano-Anderson passes the ball cross-court, and as soon as the ball leaves his hands and he sees Steph is about to catch it, he does, like, a... uh, one arm, like swing of the arm, like guitar, like kind of riff thing, and starts running in the other direction. Like literally, before the ball has even touched Steph's hand, he knows that bleep is going in, okay? And I thought, I, so I retweeted, I said, this celebration is everything. Like I loved it. I thought it was great. So obviously everyone starts picking it up. And Bleacher Report and our company okay, now I'm not blaming the whole company for one person handling a Twitter account. Blaming nor one am I person. Do- Huh? Blaming one person. I'm blaming one person who was <laughs> handling the Twitter account not for the both whole company for ESPN and for Bleach Report. I am not, you know, taking. I'm not making the whole company um, culpable for this. <laughs> but they tweeted out just one guy. Yeah, they they tweeted out um, something that I felt was super disrespectful. Um, they tweeted out Steph's. Uh, look at what Steph's teammate did. So Juan Toscano Anderson. Quote tweeted it and wrote, hi, I'm Steph's teammate. My name is Juan. And look, I I felt like it was disrespectful regardless of who you are, okay? You are one of 450 dudes to play in that league. Now, granted, maybe there's a little more this year, right? Because there's 17 on a roster. So whatever, 500 and something. But still, you are one of 500 and some odd people in the world, okay, that are allowed to grace an NBA floor to play professional basketball in the biggest NBA, uh, the biggest basketball league in the world, okay? So I feel like you should put some respect on people's names, regardless of who they are, you know, uh, especially if they made a great play. So I was like, and, it's, and, and the, 
what really set me off was this dude has busted his ass to get in the NBA, okay? This guy is half Mexican, half black, okay? Played in Mexicali, played in Monterrey, played, you know, his, his family, I believe his grandfather was from uh, Michoacan, Mexico. Like, this dude is legit, and, and Mark Spears did a full story on him that's on the front page of ESPN.com on that morning, that day, okay, yesterday. <laughs> and it's like talking about his journey and how crazy it was. He, he didn't even put his name in the draft when he played at Marquette. Like, yo, respect this dude. So the disrespect is real here, LZ. It is so real. And the thing is, is that, um, like, we're still a news organization, so for us to do it, like I, I can't speak for other networks or other companies, you know, whatever, but the journalistic standard, like that should have never have happened. Right. Like, and, and no journalism world can you say, you know, this person's teammate as the signal identifier of a player. Right. You have to identify them by name first, and then in a second reference or third reference, you either use just their last name or something like Steph's right. teammate. Yeah, but that's in the weak. first reference, yeah. <laughs> to do that, like he's completely unknown, right. to your point, there's already 450 dudes in the league. Right. And his name's in the back of the jersey. Right. <laughs> right. So is the disrespect real? Because here, let me, let me be honest here. Let me be totally open and honest here. Um, didn't know the name. Didn't know the story. Haven't read the story yet. Sounds fascinating. By the way, George, you have no idea how close I was last night to putting on the Britney Spears documentary. I was inches away from putting the Britney Spears doc on. I will watch it this weekend so I can give you my own review. But when you say the disrespect is real, I got to be disrespectful for just a moment and say, if I were running that account, and I saw that, I might have been like, yo, I don't know who that guy is, but he's just, hey, that's Steph's teammate. He just passed the ball to Steph. Beautiful shot, Steph. So I realize that you guys are not indicting the entire company, ESPN, and you're just putting one guy on blast. That would have been me if I were running the account. Yeah, that's fine. But if you're in charge of that account, like you should, you should just go and do a Google search real yeah, quick. You know what I mean? Not. Yeah, good thing I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, the disrespect and, and, is real. And, the disrespect so is real. And by the so way, real. so – to make up for it, at least we tried to make up for it, right? So that was 20 <laughs> hours ago. So like eight hours ago, the the ESPN account, um, the person running that account may have gotten a talking to, is my guess, uh, <laughs> tweeted out, Juan Toscano Anderson's journey is incredible, and then added him um, with the clapping emoji. 2015, undrafted graduate from Marquette. Uh, you know, played pro basketball in Mexico, MVP of the league in 28, made the G League uh, after attending a local tryout and 2021 starting for his hometown NBA team because he is from Oakland. And uh, that's all I'm saying, dog. Like, yeah. you could have just done that research real quick, you yeah, know? I appreciate like, it now, though, because now I, got, now I know the details. Right, but I'm just saying if you're going to run an account, just do it. Just do that. It takes two seconds to Google that, you know? Like, I, I don't know. That's Goes just me. To prove the point. Proves the point. The disrespect yeah. is real, my dog. You know, and look, Very we can st don't even get me started because I feel like Latinos are overlooked. And and if you don't believe me, go Google Hispanics overlooked. This phrase, six million entries. Okay, six million entries. There's a lot of think pieces in there. So you know, we don't even have a a Latino superhero. You know what I'm saying? We got 
Miles Morales, who's not, you know, they just said, well, we don't need Peter Parker anymore, so we're going to make Miles Morales. Give me an original Latino superhero. You do need an original one. In fact, we should start a petition. Let's do it. I mean, <laughs> Disney owns Marvel. Let's make something happen. Exactly. Here, you know? So, good Lord. All right, we're done here. The disrespect is real. Hopefully the Lakers know that they need to be respected and win and it's not going to be an overtime against the Grizzlies. Sleewa and Michael coming up next. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, fine, sir. Uh, Cap, excellent work from you as well. Much love to this entire team. All right, you guys enjoy your love potions or silverback or whatever is going to be used. Greg and Laura, great job too. Uh, Sliwa, Michael, pregame, collision course, next. The disrespect is real. <laughs> 